0: Good morning. Good morning, and welcome on this third Sunday of Advent, also no- known as Rejoice Sunday. At this time, I invite all who can and are able to please stand and join in singing hymn 59, found in the blue hymnal. service of Holy Eucharist right to begins on the front page of our seasonal booklet for those who could not receive one this morning it can also begin on page 355 of the red prayer book found in the pockets in the front of the pews blessed be God Father Son and Holy Spirit with you. Let us pray. Stir up your power, O Lord, and with great might come among us. And because we are sorely hindered by our sins, let your bountiful grace and mercy speedily help and deliver us through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory Now and forever. Amen. Amen. Please be seated for the readings.
1: First reading Isaiah 61, 1 through 4, and 8 to 11. The reading from the prophet Isaiah. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me, because the Lord has anointed me. He has sent me to bring good news to the oppressed, to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and release to the prisoners, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn to provide for those who mourn in Zion, to give them a garland instead of ashes, the oil of gladness instead of mourning, the mantle of praise instead of the faint spirit. They will be called oaks of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, to display his glory. They shall build up the ancient ruins They shall raise up the former devastations. They shall repair the ruined cities, the devastation of many generations. For I, the Lord, love justice. I hate robbery and wrongdoing. I will faithfully give them their recompense, and I will make an everlasting covenant with them. Their descendants shall be known among the nations and their offsprings among the peoples. All who see them shall acknowledge that they are a people whom the Lord has blessed. I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. My whole being shall exalt in my God for he has clothed me with the garments of salvation. He has covered me with the robe of righteousness. As a bridegroom decks himself with garland and a bride adorns herself with her jewels. For as the earth brings forth its shoots and as a garden causes what is sown in it in spring up. So the Lord God will cause righteousness and praise to spring up before all the nations. The word of the Lord.
0: Thanks to God. For our Psalter this morning, we will join in singing hymn 437, found in the blue hymnal. Please stand as you are able.
1: a reading from Paul's first letter to the Thessalonians. Thessalonians? hmm. Uh, Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Do not quench the spirit. Do not despise the words of the prophet. But test everything. Hold fast to what is good. Abstain from every form of evil. May the God of peace himself sanctify you entirely, and may your spirit and soul and body be kept sound and blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. The one who calls you is faithful, and he will do this. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
0: Our gospel hymn this morning is hymn 601, bound in the blue hymnal. Please stand as you're able. Thank In the name of god father son and holy spirit amen please be seated so before i begin my homily this morning i have a test and bob you already know the answer so you can't respond because you're here at eight o'clock but here is the question hopefully everybody was listening intently to our first reading from isaiah and so the question i have is where else do we hear those opening lines? So I'll give you all I gave eight o'clock a heads up, but I'll let y'all take a look at that again Where else do you hear those lines? Oh, and Jim you can't answer either because you're at eight o'clock, too. So I'm weeding out the people who you know the answer So the answer is simple we hear them in the gospel When Jesus goes back to Nazareth and speaks in his home synagogue. And he says, these words have been fulfilled in your presence. And shall we say, the reaction was not overly positive. And he's basically run out of the synagogue and almost right over a cliff into the Sea of Galilee. So that is where we hear this before. So if you said, wow, I've heard these lines somewhere, that's where you heard them that integration of the Old Testament and the New Testament. Now for the homily. (laughs) So anyway, this morning's day in Lent, or Advent, excuse me, has many names. First of all, as I announced earlier, today is Rejoice Sunday, or Gadate, Sunday, which means to rejoice. And we heard that word a lot in our reading from Thessalonians, because Paul opens with the words "Rejoice," I tell you, rejoice. That is why we light the rose or the pink candle. By the way, this is not pink; it's rose, but that's what it is—dusty rose, not pink. Of course. Of course. <laughs> I was looking for that retort, uh, and uh, throughout my years as an episcopalian which now add up to 61 years this sunday has had many different names that pink candle has been lit for many different reasons one it represented heaven back in the old days when the candles represented um, life death heaven and hell and the pink candle was heaven on the third sunday it has also represented the day or the sunday in which the virgin mary is Um, featured which is often now on the fourth sunday of the month or the fourth sunday of advent the other name for this sunday is stir up sunday and that has to do with the fact that this collect in england used to be read on the first sunday of advent and on that day the people would go home and they would stir up their christmas puddings because they had to age the three weeks and whatever wonderful alcohol they put it in so it would be properly aged for Christmas Day. And so a bit of culinary background. So stir up Sunday used to be the day that one would go home to make the pudding for Christmas. But I was thinking about that colic that says stir up your power O lord and come in and come with great might among us and what does that mean to us as we are preparing for christmas should this time be stirring something up in all of us now for me as a baker because if you like to come to my house you know there will always be something wonderfully freshly baked from scratch whether it be cake or cookies or something like that one thing i think of when this culinary reference is of what it happens when you go to bake something you take all these ingredients and you put them together Oftentimes you take your flour, your salt, your baking soda, and powder, you kind of whisk that together, and then on the other side you take your egg, your milk, and whatever other, ever, whatever other wet ingredients you have, you mix those, then you add them, and you stir them all together. And mix them in such a way so that they're ready to be put in the oven or that mixture of flour, and milk, and sugar, and flavoring, and all that, through the act of the oven, somehow becomes transformed into something wonderful and totally different. And nine times out of 10 at my house, it is usually something wonderful (laughs) that other 10% we just don't talk about. But that's the same holds true for us during this time of Advent we are in this period kind of allowing god to stir up something new within us something to prepare us to be transformed by the grace of god and i know many of us sit here and saying but advent's about waiting for a baby in a manger but look at the story not from our kind of wonderful post-Victorian model in reality. But at the story from its true roots, it is anything but pastoral or bucolic. On this morning, we sang a hymn based on Mary's song, the Magnificat. Mary was anything but that meek, mild, and sweet little young lady in Nazareth. When you listen to luke's words of the magnificat you realize this was a young woman of true grit bravery courage and faith because as she sings my soul doth magnify the lord she does so from a perspective of one who is with child not married in a time when the punishment for adultery or fornication was to be stoned to death by her own people So it is with great courage that Mary allows herself to be a true servant of God. But listen to her other words later on. The lowly shall be lifted up, and the mighty be made low. The whole of Luke's gospel is about how through Christ God is about to flip the whole world upside down and the power structures as we understand them are going to totally shift and this new kingdom that is coming in is totally different than the world we understand today but in order for that to happen things have to be stirred up In order for us to be transformed, we too have to allow ourselves to be stirred up by the Holy Spirit. And think about that act of stirring. What does it do? It creates a sense of chaos and total rearranging of the elements that you're getting ready for the baking process. And so this time of Advent is a time that we allow ourselves to let God stir us up. Let go and let God allow a little chaos within our hearts and our souls so that we can be truly open and ready for the transformation of the kingdom that is at hand. Now I think about the fact that recently someone said to me, every time I've experienced a great moment in growth, has Usually followed some sort of crisis or chaos in my life You think about the Chinese symbol of yin and yang crisis and opportunity <clears throat> Crisis leads to opportunity opportunity can lead to crisis the two go hand in hand and we cannot grow unless we allow God to put us in that sense of crisis to allow God to again literally stir up things in our lives so that we can reorder and be ready and so in one week's time we're going to gather together to celebrate christmas yes we come to celebrate a historic event of the birth of jesus the incarnation here on this earth laid in a manger but we also come rejoicing and ready for his second coming, the coming of that kingdom that we await that will stir up this whole world and transform it into the kingdom of God, a kingdom and a way of being and life and place that is so totally different than we know or can even imagine, but that place where God reigns and Jesus is held supreme. Amen. Please join me in affirming our faith with the words of the Nicene Creed. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten not made, We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen.
2: In peace we pray to you, Lord God. For all people in their daily life and work,
0: for our families, friends, and neighbors, and for those who are alone.
2: For this community, the nation, and the world.
0: For all who work for justice, freedom, and peace.
2: For the just and proper use of your creation.
0: The victims of hunger, fear, injustice, and oppression.
2: For all who are in danger, sorrow, or any kind of trouble.
0: For those who minister to the sick, The friendless and the needy.
2: For the peace and unity of the Church of God.
0: For all who proclaim the gospel and all who seek the truth.
2: For Michael, our presiding bishop, and Nicholas, our bishop. And for all bishops and other ministers.
0: For all who serve God and His church.
2: For the special needs and concerns of this congregation. In our parish cycle of prayer, we pray for Daniel, Shannon, Killian, Jack, Lucy, and Claire Oberhue, David Osterhut, Carolyn Owens, and Karen Atwood. In our diocesan cycle of prayer, we pray for St. Thomas Alton and St. Thomas Greenville. Hear us, Lord.
0: For your mercy is great.
2: WE THANK YOU, LORD, FOR ALL THE BLESSINGS OF THIS LIFE. WE WILL EXALT YOU, O GOD, OUR
0: KING. AND PRAISE YOUR NAME FOREVER AND EVER.
2: WE PRAY FOR ALL WHO HAVE DIED, ESPECIALLY ALEXIS ALLEN Voss, THAT THEY MAY HAVE A PLACE IN YOUR ETERNAL KINGDOM. Lord, let your loving-kindness be upon them,
0: who put their trust in you.
2: We pray to you also for the forgiveness of our sins. Most merciful God,
0: we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed, by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry and we humbly repent for the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ. Have mercy on us and forgive us that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God have mercy on you forgive you all your sins through our Lord Jesus Christ Strengthen you in all goodness and by the power of the Holy Spirit keep you in eternal life. Amen. Amen. Please stand as you're able The peace of the Lord be always with you you. Let us greet one another with a sign of Christ's love for us Peace be with you.
3: Good morning, everybody. Uh, first off, and I'm not saying it's the most important thing, but it is something. Uh, I found a Werther's original in the aisle, and I don't need to tell you about gateway drugs, but. So I'm going to leave it on the piano. There's no judgment. This is a safe place, but if you need to talk. Um, okay. Honestly, you know. Getting more serious. Uh, Next week (laughs) is Christmas Eve, and there's gonna be a service at 4 p.m. and 10 p.m., and in between that is gonna be our community dinner. Everyone's invited. Uh, I know Tony's making something, I'm making something. We could definitely use help. I'm still learning how to ask for help, so. (laughs) Help. Help. (laughs) help. But it'll be fun, and we're gonna be cooking main dishes, so if you have a side dish that can be heated up and cooked here, that's what we're looking for. Uh, tables need to be set up, all that good stuff. Um, the Christmas flowers and musics. Today is the deadline to submit your message. Help! Help!
4: <laughs> Help. <laughs> Thank you. It
3: works. It really does. Um, and that's it. And Bob has a few things to say about stewardship.
4: Is that? <coughs> Morning, everyone. Help! I heard that. (laughs) You you may have noticed a a theme over the last uh, month or so, and it's a theme based on what the wardens have been saying. And the wardens have, uh, either through the weekly announcements, through the letter they sent out, they've really been introducing how and what we want to emphasize as a parish going into the next year. You know, part of it, of course, is strengthening our spiritual foundation, our relationship with God. And another is strengthening our relationships with our own within our own parish and then with the community itself. So we tried capturing this thought in our 2024 stewardship theme, we gather together. So what does this mean? From a stewardship perspective, we gather together our resources of time, talent, and treasure. And as a result of this, we should be able to then gather together as a stronger faith community, and we should be able to gather together with those who are searching for something only the Lord can provide. Now, building on a culinary reference I heard in a (laughs) sermon where Father talked about, stirring up. Well, you only stir up once you've gathered together. And you've gathered together ingredients. And done properly, using those ingredients properly, great things can occur. And that's kind of what we're talking about here. Now, as he alluded, uh, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't work. It can be hard. And uh, we're really talking about a big task as we look into the year, figuring out how to strengthen all of those relationships. And as a result of that, throughout the year, we'll be asking for increased commitment of your time and skills as we identify and look to meet the needs of all, using our hands to do God's will, help. We deliberately haven't emphasized money this stewardship fall so as not to lose this larger perspective, this year-round stewardship concept, It being this time of year, however, a financial commitment is an area of focus. All we do, all we plan to do, has a financial cost. You may not know that only about 55% of our income comes from pledged commitments. About 20% comes from our investments, and that investment percentage has actually been shrinking as the markets have shrunk as well. We used to be able to realize about 30% of our income from the investments. So to continue our ministries, to continue gathering, we need to fill this gap. So I ask that you prayerfully consider, and then as you're able, make a commitment. If you haven't already, please fill out your pledge card. If you've lost it, they are in the back of the church. You can return the pledge card by mail, drop it in the office, drop it in the collection plate, give it to me, call it in to Mary Ellen. We can take various forms as well. There's an old saying, the heart that gives gathers. So let's gather together. Thank you can't. <laughs> 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 um, I, for one second, I'll put my treasures hat on, but you know that if you haven't finished your Christmas shopping, we have a few baskets still left, and if you um, meet me in the conference room after the service, I'll be happy to show you what's left. And it's a blue light special, thirty percent discount. That's <laughs>
1: wonderful.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I believe we have the following books. I was about to announce that.
1: The the colouring books are yep. stained glass windows from the churches from churches over Island. One of them is from this church and they're blown, they're beautiful. And adults base color is commonly a great gift. They're twenty dollars
5: and if someone's out there selling one are very well.
0: I got two of them. So that would be Jim Swinsky who's here this morning. Jim, do you wanna <laughs> raise your hand up and let everyone know? It's called Sacred Stories and it contains one of our stained glass windows, one of the little known windows, way over by the altar, um, our music window. Um, also, Tony is trying to remind me, I think, that remember there are no services Sunday morning next week, because it is Christmas Eve. That'll give um, Beth and company a chance to really decorate the church. And we don't want a big reveal too early. So, um, so we'll have service at 4 and 10 p.m. And there was one more thing. Oh, yes, I know um, at a meeting of the leadership of the community market, there's volunteer opportunities. We are looking for anybody who may have skills in grant writing, communications, or um, graphic design. So those are three different areas that they're looking for help in at this time. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> what? Help! <laughs> I, I thought that it was Rejoice Sunday, not Help Sunday. They'll rejoice help. They stir together. They stir together, okay. <laughs> On that note, ooh, boy, that's good news. Walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself for us in an offering and sacrifice to God. Our service continues with Eucharistic Prayer B. For those following in the prayer book, it begins on page three hundred sixty-seven. The Lord be with you.
5: And also
6: with you.
0: Lift up your hearts. We Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give him thanks and praise. It is right and a good and joyful thing, always and everywhere, to give thanks to you, Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, because you sent your beloved Son to redeem us from sin and death, and to make us heirs in him of everlasting life that when he shall come again in power and great triumph to judge the world, we may, without shame or fear, rejoice to behold his appearing. Therefore, we praise you, joining our voices with angels and archangels, and with all the company of heaven who forever sing this hymn to proclaim the glory of your name And made us worthy to stand before you in him you have brought us out of error into truth out of sin into righteousness out of death into life on the night before he died for us our lord jesus christ took bread and when he'd given thanks to you he broke it and gave it to his disciples and said take eat Whenever you drink it, do this, for the remembrance of me. Therefore, according to his command, O Father, we remember his death, we proclaim his resurrection, we await his coming in glory, and we offer our sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving to you, O Lord of all, presenting to you from your creation this bread and this wine we pray you gracious god to send your holy spirit upon these gifts that they may be the sacrament of the body of christ and his blood of the new covenant unite us to your son in his sacrifice that we may be acceptable through him being sanctified by the holy spirit in the fullness of time put all things in subjection under your christ and bring us to that heavenly country where with the blessed virgin mary john the baptizer peter our patron and all your saints we may enter the everlasting heritage of your sons and daughters through jesus christ our lord the firstborn of all creation the head of the church and the author of our salvation by him And with him and in him, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all honor and glory is yours, Almighty Father, now and forever. forever and ever. Amen. (coughs) Alleluia. Christ, our Passover, is sacrificed for us. Therefore, let us keep the feast. feast. Alleluia. Alleluia. The gifts of God for the people of God. Take them in remembrance that Christ died for you and feed on him in your hearts by faith with thanksgiving. And now father send us out to do the work you have given us to do To love and serve you as faithful witnesses of christ our lord To him to you and to the holy spirit be honor and glory now and forever amen May almighty god by whose providence our savior christ came among us in great humility Sanctify you with the light of his blessing and set you free from all sin Amen. Amen. May he whose second coming in power and great glory we await Make you steadfast in faith Joyful in hope and constant in love Amen. May you who rejoice in the first advent of our redeemer At his second advent be rewarded with unending life. Amen, Amen. And the blessing of god almighty the father the son and the holy spirit be with you and remain with you always Amen Please stand as you're able and join in singing hymn 72. Thanks be to God. And there's a wonderful coffee hour in the parish hall. All are invited to partake.